You want to put me on there? Oh, good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs and I'm joined with Joanna Chudy. Good morning, Joanna. Good morning. I'm on here too. Yes, you are. <laughs> Happy last Sunday before Christmas. Happy last. Is that <laughs> a holiday? Should we make that yes, a holiday? Happy last officially. Sunday before Christmas. We made it. <laughs> Absolutely. And yeah. what a gorgeous little snowfall last night. Yeah. Nice we were in a white. snow globe last night. I, I went to... It, that's uh, a good analogy. It felt like that, right? Like it had been kind of raining the last couple of days and then... Went to take the garbage out, and it was just, ah, I took a couple extra minutes there. I just, you know, was, face to the sky, caught a bunch of snowflakes oh, on my tongue. No, was, out in the dark great. where you see everyone's Christmas lights on. I actually stood in the middle of my yard and did a sort of a 360 photo. Um, I was up late last night. I'm just, I'm stoked for Christmas. I'm excited for family time. I just, I'm just looking forward to a nice, cozy quaint family Christmas this year and everything's done and I'm just because hey, you already did your big American Thanksgiving yeah yeah, yeah. so Christmas is gonna <laughs> feel like you know awesome my extra special peeps right close to me but I did a little video and I said this is Calgary at midnight I didn't need a flash I didn't need light like it's it was so bright just too, eh? so bright with all that snow coming down I know I was thinking last night I was I need a uh, blackout thing yeah, on the window because yeah. it's the reflection of the snow and yeah. it's quite bright outside it's so very light yeah and uh, and it was a nice snow. It was fluffy. It's nice. easy to shovel, and I was doing all my snow farming this morning, shoveling oh, nice. it into the garden. Yeah, we haven't up talked a, a lot about that. We haven't had to. We've had a fair bit of snow. Yeah. Um, but it's still important time to shovel this excess snow underneath your spruce trees. That's right. Up along the foundation on your house on a couple spots. If I you bury have some. all my my perennials that get exposed at the. You know, the magpies and rabbits come and try and chew down to my moss flocks. I try <laughs> yeah. to bury them again. And the, the only thing, only trees and shrubs you really don't want to do that to are like newly planted trees, like little apple trees, and your ones that are two or three years old where the bark is still fairly tender. Because a lot of times if you pile that snow up against it, it creates a little parkade a lot of times for a mouse and the mice in your yard. They can just go along the inside mm-hmm. of that big snow tunnel and they can just chew yep. Secret all the way super up. highway. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that last week. I think probably every program till till the snow melts, right? Just remind people that there are critters out there that are surviving in the in our crazy winters and they're going to eat anything they can get their little teeth on. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And they can make a mess. Yep. And it's not good. It's just like if we peeled your skin off, you wouldn't live. And same with your trees. <laughs> um, just oh. dip me in lac balsam. I'll be fine. <laughs> Bark replacement. Joanna, your complexion is a little green. <laughs> are you with the Grinch? Uh, oh, but it's caution. true. You know, we get a lot of calls in the springtime. I, I visit a lot of people's yards. Yeah. And they say, the deer, you know, deer don't eat this. And so what ate the? Well, it was the deer because we had a horrible winter and they got hungry and, and they couldn't find their natural, you know, their natural food. And when you go into so, the garden center, not only ours, but other ones as well, um, it, it's an it's a hard situation for us too. We feel bad that we, those kind of things are not covered under warranty. Like it isn't we, the garden center's fault. We, right? I, like I know, but nature. it's so many people like they will yeah. let die. But certain things aren't. Our faults. We try to provide the information for you by listening to the show and pass it on to your yeah. friends and neighbors. There's lots and you can do to to deter that. Um, yeah. Na- you know, nature kind of running its course. But you know, I I tell clients when we put in a new, um, a new landscape with lots of new installations, new plants. Even if deer didn't come to those people's yards, they might start to because there's a new. There's a new salad bar to test and, and you know, come and nibble <laughs> oh, on it. Even I, if it's plants are supposed to be steering clear of, I, it still happens. I see that in one of our neighbors. Cause we're, we're doing a, a different kind of landscape there. It's kind of cool. It's sort of like a, a park in his backyard. We have two wooden decks. 
and then a nice pathway, and we got a little orchard area and different bunches of trees. So quite a few trees, but you can see the Very the cool. critters jump back there, and they yeah. kind of so we've helped fence a bunch of it off for them. Well, when you create like an a bit of an arboretum setting like yeah. that, you you're really I mean that's one of the beautiful things, and one of the things I love about landscaping and gardening is we create habitat for all these critters that we love to watch and feed or not feed or just you know just to create yeah. a spot for them to come a green space. And then we usually get to know them a little bit better than we were anticipating. And, you know, there's just things, instead of being sort of reactive, like just get out there and get your tree wraps on or, or you know, get your tree gator going or get some Bob X up. Um, if you're at a loss and you just don't know what to do, call in. You can text us or call. You can email us. You can call the shop. There's all kinds of good information and, out there. And sometimes they do seem a little bit expensive. I've had a couple people say that about the Bob X, so it seems a little bit. Yeah. But it's oh, a concentrate. And it goes, yeah. yeah. And it and just spray it on, but yep. it's sure a lot less expensive than replacing your trees. That's and, one of those products, too, where more is not necessarily better. Just yeah. do, just follow the manufacturer's suggestions right yeah, on the bottle. Give it a good little, yeah. good little coating. And yep. That's all you need. You don't have to, you don't have to it. drench <laughs> it. Because if you do, and then we get like, we got rain a yep, day ago, right? It off. So look at the weather, uh, read the bottle, call an expert, whatever you need to do. And that'll help. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> cross your fingers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, cross your fingers. That's what we're going to tell you here. Just cross your fingers and cross hope for the best. Cross your green thumbs, you'll be fine. <laughs> Absolutely. If you'd like to join us, phone lines are wide open. We want to hear a couple things from you on uh, 403-974-8255 or 1-800-563-7770. Those are the talk and text line. Um, we're talking about uh, Christmas gift ideas for your gardening mm. friends. Um we do have some of the uh, Abby's uh, gorgeous calendar. He always takes a picture oh, right and, yeah. and he does a fundraiser. So we are selling his calendars again at the store. Nice. That um, is always the last thing. I I'm, I'm, I think I'm very thrifty because I'll go in now and I see a, I need a 2020 calendar, right? But they're all like expensive. So I, <laughs> an expensive like 10.99. I wait till uh, after. $20. They're very nice. <laughs> But, but it's it a fundraiser. All cause, that goes, right? yeah, it all yeah. goes to a fundraiser, um, and they're all local pictures out of his yard. Nice. Um, so they're they're gorgeous. So he he fully expenses it all himself, and then he donates all the proceeds to. That's uh, amazing. Yeah, I'd much his. rather buy a calendar like that. You get to look at that all year long, right? Yeah, so. no, and it's a local um, gardening, so it gives you some ideas and inspiration, obviously. Very good. And uh, I just want to say thanks to all the people that came out last weekend. Um, to our Santa and reindeer yeah. event, it was beautiful, and thanks Santa for uh, for uh, taking the time out of your busy days. I know you're busy at this time of year, and uh, it's a good he, practice run for them, right? Absolutely, no. He yeah. flew down to Calgary, <laughs> just land her up. Um, some go. I got all the pictures last night from the photographer. God, we got some gorgeous shots. Yeah, um, you shared the one of your you and your family. It's yeah. so nice. Yeah, no, beautiful shots. You got shots. two teenagers into a sleigh. Like that's pretty good well, job, we world. The, yeah, and they wanted the exact same as last year. So I think this is nice. our tradition. They hey. we're, we're all going to stand in the same spot. Um, and Carolyn gets to ride shotgun. Yeah, she gets to cuddle up to Santa. <laughs> That's so cool. It's a great photo, and I, I'm excited to see everybody else's. Yeah, I know. We had lots of great ones from a lot of the team, but so many of the ones with the little kids because uh, they're looking up at Santa, and this yeah. their eye. Like it just, it's it's amazing. So you can see you can see them believing yep. and hoping and just wishing for Christmas morning to come. Absolutely no. And uh, again, thanks to everybody who came out. Hopefully, you got all your pictures. If you haven't, give us. 
a shout. You should have received them. I know the photographer was working tirelessly, tirelessly to get them all out to uh, to everybody. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyways, thanks again for for joining, and uh, and we're going to be able to make a, a little donation to the cystic fibrosis, and then also the Calgary Food Bank. We're gonna, and we also did. The morning of giving with Leslie Horton. So we've nice. we're, we got a couple, three local charities that we're going to be able to donate some money to. And uh, so thanks again to to all of those people that came out. And That's amazing. Yeah. No, it's a we bunch had a, of great causes. And it's I think it's it helps to, you know, you get a good push around the holidays and then we can try and keep that going, right? No, and I I, I, I don't like to talk about this a bit, but I will. Um, we I really wanted to keep the price down because I know mm. at, there's a place in town where you can go get a photo of just the reindeer mm-hmm. and it's sixty dollars. And then and there's another yeah. place to south of us that charges sixty dollars <laughs> for told just you Santa. I wouldn't pay ten bucks for a calendar. So. But just just Santa sixty dollars, right? That's a lot. And we did yeah. Santa and the reindeer, up. and we let you take your own pictures. We only charge twenty, and I'm donating most of the proceeds to just covering some costs. But mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to make something like that a family event so everyone could come out and uh, and hopefully enjoy it and get some great yeah. family photos. There's a lot of perks just from coming down anyway, but I think to, to have that draw and to uh, be able to warm well, up in the greenhouse. and It was important for our team, and then we also had Elsa and Anna out, so I'd like to yeah. thank them as well. I apologize. I, not that I forgot about you two. But, uh, Saving the best for last. Absolutely. Yeah. With the Frozen movie coming out, they uh, they took some time of all the all the stuff going on. They came down and said hi to us, so that was... Nice. And that, again, like, do you see the little girls and the boys go up and see the princess? Yeah, that's like, a big they deal. They see Anna and Alice are sitting there, and it's like, they just like... Uh, kind of testament to that movie that um, Elsa and Anna can... I'm not going to say rival Santa, but compliment Santa's oh, yeah. presence, right? Like, that is that is a huge draw. That's a huge... Um, I'm, I'm always amazed at, at how into these movies kiddos can get. Yeah. Um, and adults. <laughs> so it's cool oh, to it's see awesome. a little something for everybody. I'm glad everyone had a good time. Yeah, no, it was great. And we had a great turnout. And uh, again, thanks to everybody that uh, came in and said hi and all that. And we'll be mm-hmm. doing it again next year and uh, bigger and better. So, cool. yeah. Upward and upward. Yeah. So if you'd like to join us, again, phone lines are wide open 403 974 8255 or 1 800 563 7770. And that is the talk and text. And we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up, where our Buy More, Save More Christmas sale is now on. Save up to 50%. Lots of fun stuff. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. Yeah, we decided uh, with the way the weekend landed, we started the sale yesterday. Oh, right on. So the Buy More, Save More up to 50%. So so. if there's people that haven't gotten a gift yet for their garden friends and garden family. You can come down and get a little gnome or some Christmas stuff. It's and actually our tropical plants are on sale too. All the eight inch and under are nice. all on the buy more, save more as well. So I had a little walkthrough before uh, we had a landscape meeting the other day and I had a, you know, I was early and I thought I'm just going to go stand in the greenhouse and nice? revel in all of this humid, lush green that I, you know, I have house plants and that, but yeah. it's just nothing like standing in the greenhouse. It's looking really great. You know, and I'm working on a project with, uh, with a client, actually one of our listeners and, uh, uh, Mustafa and, uh, 
I'm, yeah. He's doing a little project with some tropical plants. Nice. So a little cool. hi, hi, hello out there to you and your family. Awesome. Um, but, and we're, we're talking about humidity on plants and what's needed, what's not. But mm-hmm. a lot of tropical plants are fairly resilient too. Like they'll, oh, yeah. they'll adjust. Like it doesn't have to be a perfect 62% humidity. Right. So we're trying to find the, the happy medium and especially in the Calgary because, and then talking with the people at the zoo and their conservatory, um, they run from anywhere from 20% humidity okay. all the way up to 80% depending on what's going on, what time of year and what, uh, after what water. Plant, where they're at in the plant cycle. Yeah, yeah, no, and where the butterflies are, it's yeah. more. But in the big section, when we get our dry winters, it's impossible to keep... Oh, why try? I think no. it's just it's setting yourself up for so much work. I mean, not why try, but like don't no, beat you yourself can supplement over a bit. Yeah. yeah, but the the plants do adjust. It's, or it's, switch to succulents. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but if you want that lush foliage, like they most yeah. of them, they all survive in their house. You give them that general care, yep. proper nourishment, good soil. Um, as long as you're not running ten percent, like the yeah. as a result. Yeah. But for the most part, if you get in that twenty to forty percent, it's a good um, range. It's a good range, and a little higher on certain times, absolutely. But the main thing is just uh, proper care, proper watering. Yep. Um, letting your plants dry out in between waterings, um, especially like right now your your poinsettias and things like that. If you have that foil cover on them, take that off, put them in the sink, fill them up, let the water drain out, and then let them dry right out. They're a cactus, so mm-hmm. they don't mind drying out a bit. Make sure it's really light when you go to water it. You'll just feel it. After you water you'll feel, hey, that's a little heavy. Mm-hmm. And when you go feel it and it still feels heavy, don't water it just because it's Tuesday. Right. This. And also be, be I, those, those foil wrappers, I've seen those on like Christmas cactuses and stuff. And those are. Well, they're the death trap. They're the death trap. Like they just trap in too much moisture and they kind of give like root rot. Yeah. Um, and they're deceptive too. Cause then you think, oh, you know, I better water again. And then you're just basically making a water balloon in that. The biggest mistake is people water on a schedule, like just cause yes. it's Tuesday, yeah. you got to water depending on the season, the temperature, yeah. the light. It was foggy out the other day, oh, right? Totally. That was like, so, I mean, we have humidity. Well, we went we all do. the way from Crossiron <laughs> Mills and all the way to Cranston in the fog. And then since we yeah. got to Cranston yesterday, it cleared up. So. Oh, you're home. <laughs> exactly. Let's go to the phone lines and we're going to okay. go all the way out to Airdrie. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning. How are you? Good, good. good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm watching my chickadees. Uh, oh, what a fun way to start the day. Aren't the birds great in the morning? Chickadees are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe not well, magpies. No. <laughs> Do you, are you feed, are you a bird feeder? I am. Nice. Yep. And we were still getting, I know Brad was out doing uh, some birding there the other day. We were, we still had blue jays out the other day because he likes feeding them some of the bigger nuts and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, uh, which is unusual to see the blue jays as much Stick in around. the wintertime. So really? Was, well, unless you're feeding them, like it was just nice to see them around. So, yeah, they're noisy. Yes, they are. <laughs> yeah, very squawky. They're related to crows. So, oh well, that's really? yeah, and magpies. They're in the uh, yep, and magpies. So oh, they, yeah. they're all that. Talk, we're supposed to be talking planting. But yeah, whatever. Well, it's all related. Yeah. Bugs and birds and bees. But you know, birding <laughs> is very beneficial to your garden. Absolutely, because um, they leave a lot of the pests in there. Creates a nice, healthy environment. Um, helps with um, pollination, things like that as well. So, yeah. oh, well, I use the squirrel feeder. So, oh, okay, squirrel proof. The squirrel buster <laughs> one. Yep. Yep. Nice. That's no, the way to do. And the, the chickadees are so nice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the cedar wax wings—they'll probably go in after a lot of the. Yeah, the, they come in once in a while, but they usually stay out west of here. 
Yeah, they yeah. like going after a lot of the old berries on a lot of the trees, the mountain ashes and things like that. Yeah. Well, my old tree last year, it just about croaked, so we'll see. All righty. Yeah. Anyhow. Any questions or anything? Oh, Merry Christmas to all your listeners, Mary and Lady down there at Pincher Creek. I forgot her name. Diana. Diana. Diana, yeah, I talked to her too. She's fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. so nice. Going, going down to see her in the spring. Oh, good. Go down to Bailey Hill Greenhouses down there? We're going to go down and get sweet peas. Awesome. Yeah. No, no, nowhere better. I wanted seeds, but she said, no, I don't sell seeds. No, yeah, she starts a lot of them herself, so she has them all going for you when you get down there. Yes, so. and then hopefully you can get some seeds of your own. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're going to have lots of seeds, and actually we're working on that new seed company, um, Pacific West Seeds out of the out of uh, the Okanagan, another oh, yeah. local Western Canadian seed company yeah. that we're going to have in uh, in uh, spruce it up. So Very nice. way out, it spruce it up. It's like a day trip for us. But <laughs> you know what? It's not it's bad fun, with the ring road. I went all the way from um, and I timed it um, from Cross Iron Mills area. Yeah. To spruce it up was thirty five minutes. Well, that's okay for a young guy like you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's okay for anybody. It's a nice drive. If you, you did get... it outside of traffic hour, I think it'd be smooth yeah, sailing. Yeah, you get on that stony trail. It's actually kind of nice. You just cruise along. Yeah. Well, at a traffic hour on the highway, too, is never happening. No. no that's and a parking lot. You can always stop at Peter's on the way. Well, halfway <laughs> jaunt in a bit. No. Yeah. <laughs> Go through the drive-thru. Right, well, you have a Merry Christmas. Thank you, Joyce. You, you as well. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Thanks Thank you. Thanks for your show. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And uh, then again, thanks to all our listeners. We we do love coming here and doing it. We were talking about that before, mm-hmm. um, kind of our Monday morning start to the week and our Sunday morning start. So say even though it's Sunday, yeah, but it's I, a great way to start the week. Yeah, and I, I, I totally I, I enjoy it. I enjoy getting up, coming out. And I love what our listeners call in with and the the pictures and stories they text in. I would love to hear more about everybody's Christmas traditions. Yeah. Yeah. Share with us some of your it's traditions. It's related to gardening even better, but yeah. what, what are you going to be doing? What are you excited to do in the next few days? I'm excited. I like turkey. I do like turkey. <laughs> I like turkey. We were talking about this too. Yeah. It's um, a great meal that can, it's a meal that keeps on giving. Yeah, actually, I'm still, I'm still eating the one from the staff party. We oh, had, wow. Well, that you're lucky then. We had a, we had the, one of the smokehouses, Comrie Block down on 17th Ave, uh, Jared and uh, Asia's restaurant. They did our catering for our for our staff party. Brisket. My mouth is still watering. It was so good. Eh? Um, let me tell you guys, we were eating deep fried pickles. We were eating cornbread muffins with jalapenos in them, and that's uh, and the, the smoked turkey is and their homemade sauces that they had. Uh, the, the smokehouse sauces. Wow, I. Couldn't I wish that my stomach was more empty? But I just <laughs> could not eat anymore. It was so good. It, it was yeah, so very uh, good. So Comrie Block is worth a visit. That place is amazing. The food is all from scratch, and you can tell it's delicious. And actually, I import the wood for them too. I bring it in all the way from Ontario. I bring in the hickory. I didn't know that nice. Yeah. So that adds to the flavor. So That's, there's a little bit of smoke a, it up in there. A little. It, bit. It's because it's an authentic t- to get the. To get that actual taste. Yeah. But we got to take the taste of the news and we got to <laughs> go. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs and I'm here with Joanna Chudy. And if you'd like to join us, phone lines wide open 403 974 8255 or 1 800 563 7770. And those are both the talk and text line. 
And uh, <laughs> we got a great text can, over break. <laughs> yeah, I guess I can say this. I think um, there, it's a picture of a of a lady out gardening in the house. Says, "Screw it, I'm gardening." <laughs> <laughs> so she has a tank top, a skirt, and a sun hat on, and it's snowy. I'm sure people have seen this picture. Yeah, it's she's a got good a shovel one. in her hand. That is me. You know what? I might have had a long sleeve shirt on, but. That's pretty much me. I was digging for kale the other day, and I was like, I know it's under here somewhere. And I thought, ah, uh, did you right. get it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nice. It's yep. I kind of throw a bunch of mulch over top, so as soon as I can get down to the straw, I can just sort of pull the whole thing up, get get into the kale. I don't, I'm not a fan of kale. I love kale smoothies, like at the Jugger Juice at the hot yeah. games. I get a, I get a kale. Smoothie That's what there. it was for. It was going straight into yeah. the blender because at this it, time I, I, of year, it's, I'm, it's maybe feeling a little pre-digested. No, I don't yeah, know. No, it, it's it's yeah, it has a, a bit, bit of a tart taste. Um, it can be. It can be bitter. Um, I yeah, I was grabbing one for our smoothie in the morning. But yeah, yeah. I love them in smoothies. Yeah, the the okay. I think they call it the mighty kale, whatever from mm. Jago Juice, whatever. I, I like. I it. like kale when you can. Um, the secret is to massage the kale. So I know that sounds weird, but if you're making a, a salad or something and you're going to eat it raw anyway, um, like really, yeah, first? you can't just sort of toss it with the salad tongs. You actually have to like get in there, clean your hands, get in there and just rub the oil and like citrus or whatever you're putting in. And it makes it, um, I don't know. It more just, pliable? Yeah. It, yeah, more pliable. <laughs> you want to blend it up then. Makes Make it, it like more, a pesto or something. More chewable. Actually, a pesto. Kale yeah. pesto would probably. I made an awesome greens pesto this summer from the garden. It had arugula. It had everything that was starting to bolt, like yeah. all our early greens. Yeah, yeah. I even used lettuce, and I just threw it all in the food processor. Kale, um, yeah. baby kale, all that, and it turned out really great. Yeah, this is a pesto, and they had yep. some. Tons of herbs. I had a bunch of parsley and um, a little bit of basil just to try and stay true yeah, to the pesto thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I used instead of pine nuts because they're ridiculously expensive right now, I use pumpkin seeds, um, sunflower seeds, and then the usual whole bunch of olive oil and garlic. And it was amazing. We still have it in little containers in the freezer. Wow. Yeah. That sounds actually really good. Yeah, it's healthy. I think kale is one of those ingredients that you can do a lot with. Um, if you just eat it raw, it can get old pretty quick. Yeah. No, I've been trying to eat a lot healthier lately, except for yesterday. Yeah. I had a craving <laughs> for chicken on the way. Oh, so nice. stopped <laughs> On the way, you got some chicken. Yeah. Oh, God. Or Peter's pizza yeah. driving. Yeah. Those old yeah. traditional calorie restaurants, like chicken yeah. on the way, you get the corn yeah. fritters and... You know, I, I, you know me, I'm, I'm tall and lean and, and I'm pretty healthy too. Um, I like to be healthy cause you know, I'm outside working yeah. outside all the time. It's good to be good to be healthy and having that energy. But I also think part of healthy eating is knowing you give yourself a treat here and there. Like yeah. you don't stress over all well, the you food. You need a cheeseburger once in a while. Of course you do. Yeah. Yep. You got a little, got to get a little bit of fat on the ribs. Right? Exactly. This time uh, of year, especially. Let's go to the phone lines. We're going to go down to High River. We were at one end of Calgary. Now we're going to go to the other side. Good morning, Mary. Mary. Where are you, Mary? <laughs> Hi, Mary. Uh, she just put her jug Hi. of tequila down. There you are. Oh. Hi, Mary. Hi, guys. Hello. I, I just want to wish you. A very Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Same to you, too. And I hope 2020 is a good year for it. Let's yeah. all hope so. Yeah, we're hoping the same remember, for you. Do you remember when you were 20? Oh, I man. I said to somebody, yeah, I do. I don't want to go back there. <laughs> uh, 40, that means- 40 was good. 2020 was good. Yeah. Uh, 40. Yeah. <laughs> but, that means you've been living right, Mary. Well, I hope so. I think anyway, so. Anyway. 
Uh, we got lots of snow here. Did you get lots yeah. out there? Yeah, got about three inches. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's quite a bit. There's animal tracks all over. It, oh, wow. It looks like a winter wonderland out here. Nice. We had a lot of fog. Oh, so yeah. watch for March, you guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, be that's lots right. Of snow. 90 days. Yeah. From all the fog. Yeah, we gotta mark yeah. that down. That's yeah. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All well, the thanks. Best to you. Thanks, Mary. Thanks. Merry thanks Christmas. You, Mary. I hope everything works good for you and your family. You as well. You're the too. best people. Merry Thank Christmas, you. Mary. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Oh, that's very what sweet. What a sweet call. I wanted to um, say to all the listeners last Sunday as well, we got so much great feedback, and we always do um, for Mary calling in. And just, um, Mary, we didn't share with you there on air, but if you're still listening, which I think you are, you just, you have so many supporters. Everybody loves you. Yeah, no, she's so, a great contributor to yeah, the show. love that she calls in regularly and always has a garden, a garden topic and to talk if, about. And if you're a regular 770 listener, you'll hear the odd time on Bracket <laughs> Ranch or Danielle Smith. She has some... She's a little political as well. Mary's so. involved. That's awesome. Well, she knows How what's else? going on. Yep, that's right. It's close. Cool. Stay There's current. There's no doubt about it. It's it's just like you say, Mary. Twenty, you know, leave twenty in the past and and move on through your forties and up. That's the you way can't you complain if you don't get involved. Don't vote, <laughs> that's right. Things like that. That's All right. right. Let's actually. What we're going to do is I'm just going to read a text and then we'll take a quick break and then we'll go to Keith. Um, it says, hi, it's a little off season, but in the summer months, I have a problem with dewworms in my yard. It makes the yard garden bumpy. Is there a product to get rid of them? Um, probably one of the best ways to do it is to just get your watering practices a little better. I would do slower, deeper watering. Um, so maybe water, um, say at nine o'clock and then water again at 11 o'clock Instead of maybe one long time, get, mm-hmm. just get your water down deeper, slower, deeper watering. Um, so what's bringing them up is a lot of it is the is they're they're looking for softer ground, and if it's only water up top, they they'll tend That's to where come. That's they live. Yeah, yeah, and so then just, they make everything bumpy. Yeah, so get your water down deeper. Um, a good fertilizer as well. Get it nice and nice thick grass will definitely help as well. Um, but that would be my uh, my two cents. Nice. I'm not a big fan of like there isn't a lot to to kill them. Um, I always like to tell people and this. I'm just joking. Do not do this. This is a pre warning. <laughs> I always think about the battery cable. Do one. not try this yeah. at home. <laughs> I always oh, think about the oh old days when we were kids. We put the battery cable. You'd yeah. see the odd dad do it out there. Oh jeez. <laughs> just to zap your yard. Yeah, you put the yeah. wires in there. Make sure none of the kids are running around on the grass. Yeah, no, don't do it. Don't do it. That's, we do actually have a lot of people um, that want to that want to scrape their yard, and they're just going to come back. So you're right. Yeah, it, it's just uh, the more, most of it's cause you can get, add good soil, but just get the water down deeper, and then that'll definitely help. But we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Yeah. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm joined with Joanna Chudy. And we're going to go, we're going to chat with Keith. Good morning, Keith. Uh, good morning. How can we help you? Well, I, uh, I, uh, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. No worries. I, I bring in my uh, pond plants. I winterize them in my den in the big tote. Okay. And I've got a blue Hawaii, a pitcher plant, black ruffles, and some other green viney thing. 
story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we know exactly what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got that on our sign at the garden center. Do you have that green leafy thing? Is it in stock? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Excuse me. Um, I got a cold here. But anyway, uh, every, I do this every year. I've been doing it for about five, six years. And uh, the Blue Hawaii has all these bugs coming out of it. Um, when I bring it inside, when it's out in the pond during the summer, it's, there's no bugs. But when I bring it inside during the winter, it, I have all these little black and, and bugs crawling all over it and white mm. bugs crawling all over it. And, and, they, and they're killing. Uh, are, they like, are they like little flies or are they? Yeah. Yeah, uh, the white ones are little. They've got little wings on them. Yeah, those are white and, fly. Okay. And the, and the, pitcher, the pitcher plant I thought would eat them. But they're they're now overpowering. So what you it. need to get is uh, even if you get some blue paper and get something really sticky on it, uh-huh. um, that will attract the white fly. You can also spray like with pure spray green on all this. And the fungus gnats, those are just from it being so wet, right? And oh. so, so what kind of soil? Like, do you have them in like those baskets, or do you put pots right in your pond, or uh, both? They're they're in baskets and um, and. The basket is inside a, a pot with a bunch of holes in it uh, to get the, the water through it. And then the, the water that, that they're in during the winter, I, you know, I stir it up every day. I give it a stir it up and scrape all the bugs off the leaves. And But I'm just wondering, you know, is there anything I can do to get rid of it? I tried that Bug X, but the, the Blue Hawaii doesn't like it at all. I, I would just use the, like I said, I think I would just try Pure Spray Green, and then I would just get... For for the fungus gnats, it's yellow paper. You can get the little yellow sticky, the bug things. Okay. And, and But it's hard to find the blue. It's something that we buy more as a commercial grower. But the blue okay. one is for the white fly. And this, so you can just get some blue paper, like like uh, like that thicker paper, and then just put something really sticky on it. And then okay. that'll attract the white flies, and then they'll go at it. Yeah, do you have this stuff at uh, at your store? Yeah, we have the yellow one, um, but then you can just use tangle foot paste or something. So we do have that at the store as well, so you can get the yellow and the blue. Okay, all right. Yeah, they, and, uh, they work like a charm, too, I got to say. So just another question about the water that I'm using. Um, I also winter my the fish, just little feeder fish, well, they're not little anymore, mm-hmm. uh, in a separate tank. Um, and then I use that water to put into because it's full of nutrients with the fish poo and stuff yeah but i use that i use i scoop that water out and feed my banana plants and that water goes into feed all the house plants and house because they just love all that nutrients is that maybe too much yeah uh, nutrients yeah you got to be careful you don't overfeed especially because you're right at the raw state of all that raw nutrient so i would just let it break down a bit first too like Maybe okay. let it age a bit more or, or mix it up with a, a little bit of... Like make a compost tea. Yeah. It might get a little yeah. stinky. And water it down a bit. The, yeah, the, the banana plants just love it. They're yeah, because they're a big... Full, yeah, but they're a big foliage thing and they, they're a heavy feeder. Um, okay. But some of the other stuff, you, it just you got to be careful that you might be just a little bit raw on it. A little too much uh, nutrients. Yeah, so are you do, you do you let the plants, do they go dormant at all or do you keep them all just going... Oh, I keep them going. Oh, cool. They're they're in a big uh, big tote full of water, sitting in the window in my den, and, and they just <laughs> and they just love it. It's great yeah. because I work from home and I have all this uh, lush green foliage in my den yeah. during the the winter, and they just love it. 
They yeah. just love it, and the, the cats love it because they they sit on the little. Posts do you do water lilies as well, or anything? Or no, I've tried. I've tried um, winterizing them. They just don't winterize. How deep well. is your pond? The pond out in the yard is uh, at the deepest point uh, about three feet. Okay, that should almost be deep enough. One place to get really good. We have some good ones in our, but some local ones. If you've ever been up to that Bearberry Nursery, just up in Sundry area, it's, no, I haven't. It's worth a drive up there, even if for anybody just wants to go to a, a sort of a unique garden center type place. Um, it's sort of like a stepping back in time a bit. It's pretty cool, but they have really unique water plants. Okay. And it, it's worth the drive. It's Bearberry, uh, Bearberry Garden Center, Bearberry Water Plants or whatever. Um, okay. But they have, they have some pretty cool stuff. But I did get some from them a number of years ago and wintered them with no problem. I left. I just left them right in the pond. And then they just died back and it was three feet deep. And, yeah, three feet, uh, I, I, feet usually, deep I usually drain the pond because I got to get the fish out of there. Oh, okay. Um, uh, so I drain it and I never fill it back up because I've just always just brought all the, everything in and yeah, uh, you know, just sit it in my den and. But that may be something you want to. Last wanna... couple of years, I've noticed all these these white bugs and black bugs can, showing you, up. Can and... you text us a picture to the sure. same phone number for that four zero three nine seven four eight two five five? I would love to see it. Then I can just answer for sure. Yeah, but yeah, pretty sure it's the... white flies and fungus gnats. Yeah, I'll take a close up uh, picture of, of these things. Uh, they're all over it, and I scrape them off every day, and it just. Is slowly killing them. The pitcher plant was just loving life inside uh, when I first brought them in in, uh, in uh, mid October, but now it's just about dead. Okay. And, those, and I thought the pitcher plant was the was the answer because it was going to eat all the bugs. Yeah, it, it might not be able to keep up. Though. It might not be able to keep they, up. They digest very slowly. Yeah. 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 Apparently. So. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> Good I'll idea, though. Picture and send it off to you, and uh, Merry Christmas to. Um, you guys and your families. Thank you Thanks. so much, Thank Keith. You. Merry yeah. Christmas to you as well. Take care. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we're going to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. And if you'd like to join us, phone lines are open, 403-974-8255. Or one eight hundred five six three seven 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 zero. If you'd like to share any Christmas pictures yeah. of your plants, your tree outside, I'm any- quite proud of myself. We got a tree from. Uh, we went out to the woods and we cut it with our permit, and we talked about you know the tradition of bringing the outside in, and you know lighting the tree through these long winter nights and that, yeah. and then. Also, every year, this is the problem. Our Christmas tree displaces all of my house plants because yeah. I want to put it in the window and let the neighbors yeah. see and that. So, but I put all of my house plants kind of around the base of it this year, so it's sort of near the fireplace. And then we've got all these, you know, I've got my philodendron and my begonias <laughs> and all my succulents kind of around. So it's like a a very living Christmas tree. Awesome, it's very alive at the base, awesome. especially. Yeah, it looks good. I was just sitting on the couch last night. Boys were in bed. Wasn't ready to turn the Christmas tree lights off yet. Just sort of looking at the tree and thinking about all I'm thankful for. And yeah, awesome. just sort of, I don't know. It was a neat moment. I hope everyone else listening. It's the first is, thing I do every morning. I turn on the Christmas yeah, tree. Yeah, I love I'm this time of year. Early it's such a nice light. It just kind of <laughs> yeah. reminds me to slow her down and, and just think about, you know, all the good stuff that 2019 has brought us. It's, it was such an amazing year. The weather had us on our toes nonstop. 
um, yeah, I'm just looking forward to a really good a good next year. And until then, we have an amazing winter to get through. So yeah, and we'll have to, <laughs> and we're going to be doing that next show. And uh, Joanne is just committed to joining me next week as well, which yeah, is yeah. awesome. I got roped in happily. Uh, there you go. And um, so we'll do New Year's uh, garden traditions and garden yeah. trends for 2020. What are people planning? What are you? You know, what are your resolutions yeah again uh, always so, more time so, in the garden so we'll be doing that next week so <laughs> but let's go to Catherine good morning Catherine hi how can we help you well I've got this old Hoya plant it's, yeah it's very old but and it has bloomed years ago yeah and it's growing like crazy very healthy looking nice shiny leaves yep but I can't get it to bloom again. Do you ever feed it? Oh, I feed it, yes. What, do you, what do you feed it? Just miracle Grow. Yeah, what, do you know what numbers? Well, it's uh, just the one that says it makes everything grow. Yeah, <laughs> um, sometimes the it might need a good flushing. Sometimes the miracle Grow fertilizer is fairly heavy in salt. So uh, what it might you, you might want to just try is uh, 15, 30, 15, and making sure it gets a, what kind of light is it getting? Oh, it's getting good light. Okay. It's in my kitchen here, right opposite the patio awesome. windows. The, the miracle Grow is 24, 8, 16. Yeah, so, oh, that's, so the, the, that's the problem. It's a, it's... It's really high in nitrogen, so it's just growing foliage, not, it's not, you need a higher middle number, so like, that's why you need the 15, 30, 15. 15, 30, 15. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I do flush it out. That's good. It's just, you're, it's just the wrong food. You're, you're triggering growth. Like you said, you're getting lots of nice, healthy growth, um, foliage. Yep. It but, sounds like in that phosphorus piece, that middle number is what's really going to help um, promote your blooms to come on. Okay. Yeah. So you're uh, heading into the right seasons to do it. So now if you switch over into new here, um, just come down and see us and grab some 15, 30, 15. And to start on a cycle every couple of weeks, give it a shot of that, it'll be blooming in no time. Oh, that'll be good. But is it supposed to climb? Oh yeah, yeah, no. they're vines. Yeah, uh, vines. Yeah, having seen them in the tropics, they are—they're um, really amazing. They actually—they're almost like uh, epiphytes in a way. Like they—they they grow up and on trees. They just use the tree bark as. Yeah, they support. need a little bit of training, but once they get going, mm. they go like crazy. Well, no, it's climbing. It's yep. all over the, my one wall. Yeah, nice. I you could try taking back. cuttings. I cut it back once in a while. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, that'll help thicken it up. So you you got the right food, given it the foliage, so it's going to be happy when you switch to the new one, and uh, it'll produce some blooms for you. Okay, thank Th you so much. Thanks, yeah. Catherine. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Merle, I had a question for you. Yep. Just a quick one. Yep. And this is like that transplanting and keeping the orientation of the plant. I don't know if this yep. makes a difference. When you water tropicals, do you try to keep the water like room temperature or a no. little bit warmer? You know, really, it, you don't, it doesn't, I, you don't mess with that at all. No. It doesn't matter. No. Just reading people say, oh, you shouldn't use cold water, but is that yeah, just a finicky thing that you it can... It is. It is. You don't want ice cold it? water, but I've right. watered a million plants with cold water and it hasn't killed them. So they're just thirsty. They're not like... Uh, in an ideal world, like, hey, we all like our, yeah. our lattes <laughs> at 190 degrees and blah, blah, blah. I, but your water... Yeah. Hey, it's happy to be watered. Man. Okay. Yeah. I just wondered if this was a thing that actually like had any effect on tropicals, especially well, or, know, like or certain ones. At the so. garden center, when we're watering out of the well, yeah. and that water comes out of the hose and, and yep. it's ice cold. It's it. it this is what it is, and yep. like I said, ideally in a perfect world, but 
but that's Not a lot of work, is right? When you get that perfect medium steak or Well, remember yeah. how we talked about how even a little bit of healthy neglect yep. is good. So Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We need to take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on seven seventy CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm here with Joanna Chudy. And uh, as far as Christmas traditions, and uh, I guess we got a few um, kind of things. I, I, I was kind of a movie guy, too. I like yeah. watching that Christmas vacation yes, and things like course, that. Yes, of course, having a good laugh with the family. Yeah, watching nice. those, um, kind of a, a tradition. Um, I remember as a kid, though, we, we used to do the... The chestnuts. We didn't have a fire. Oh, we didn't yeah. have a fireplace, so we just did them in the oven. But they yeah, were, <laughs> nice. And then when I was in Turkey one time, I remember that's they sell them like hot dog stands there. They have chestnut stands all over in Turkey you get them in, in a Istanbul. Little, yeah. a little like newspaper. Yeah, pouch like a popcorn kind of thing, or your mini nice. donuts instead of mini donuts. You have How roasted. Nice. I love street food. I love that. That's so cool. That's cool that you take a little chunk of the other side of the world and bring it home and do that here with your. Yeah. Family. It's, uh, we haven't done it for a while, so that's something I'd like to maybe get back into and, uh, and, uh, and see how that goes. My daughter, Jaden, she's out in, she's in she's Hawaii in with her friend. Yeah, I was going to ask how that's, you know, all these people going on tropical vacations, being surrounded by plants and yeah. lushness. No, she, gets, so nice. uh, she comes home tomorrow, so it'll be nice that she'll be home before Christmas. And, uh, I bet she's having a great time. She is, but it's kind of funny, like, she, uh, she texted us and called more often than when she's uh-huh, here. It's kinda... So she does love you. Jaden, are you listening right uh, now? No, probably fun. not. But probably that's, not. that's, that's a funny. big... I remember going to... It's her first time being away kind of yeah. like that besides yep. summer camp and Away without like the family. Yeah, that's and it's a long ways deal. away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember doing that uh, in... I went to California. I went to Santa Monica to visit with my two girlfriends. We flew. We were 17, I wow. think. No adults with us on the plane. We got there visiting an older <laughs> sister. I won't fill in the rest of the details of that trip, oh, but I, I do remember f- missing home. It helped me realize like, oh yeah, I could lighten up. I could be nicer to my mom and dad. I could appreciate all the things. And, and especially doing. as we know, uh, teenage, she's still a teenager, so she's yeah. 17. Teenage girls are always... Amazing, amazing and awesome <laughs> and headstrong <laughs> and need to take trips so that they can come home and give their moms and dads and big do hugs. they all have multi-personalities <laughs> uh yeah we need all of them to get through oh, this tough life right? i guess holy <laughs> it's too funny i talk to most people and it's funny we all have the same because some days you sit back and you think is it what we're doing? Is it something that why it's does she everything. have multi personalities? Because you're raising her to be amazing. Yeah, no, but then you and talk to a lot of other people. Kick in and yeah. all that fun no, it's stuff. always lots of fun. And <laughs> my son Derek, he just sometimes sits back in this pool. <laughs> <laughs> what just watch the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of funny. So, anyways, if you'd like to join us, phone are <laughs> wide open. This is not Doctor Laura. We're not taking your social <laughs> calls about your teenage kids. Ah, but it's all part of the big deal. What happened to Dr. Laura? Honestly, that's why I garden so much some days is because I either I need a break or my kids are out there with me or, you know, Mm -hmm. it can go both ways. I love gardening. And uh, and chatting with the people from Global, we're going to be doing that garden again next year. I can't wait. I had so much fun with with Leslie. Yeah, she's a hoot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's it's just fast and furious. We get our five minutes of of garden talk and then it's over. Absolutely. If you'd like to join us, phone lines are wide open, 403. 
or 1-800-563-7770. And Super great question coming in the text line. Here, I'm going to just answer. Yeah, you want to go ahead and get that? Sure. Um, so we've got a question coming in on the text line. It says, do you have Hello. any suggestions for soil gonna, conditioning? I recently doubled the size of our vegetable garden by turning up the sod and tilling it. It's still dense and clay-ish. Is there something to use to make it a nicer soil? That is the million dollar question here in Southern Alberta is soil conditioning. It's always so, so important to amend your soil, especially when you're gardening in ground and you're not, um, lifting everything into a raised bed where you have full control over what your soil um, is like. So things like zeolite, um, lots cocoa of... Cocoa moss. Cocoa moss, lots of, com- you know, broken down aged compost. Um, you're, what you're trying the, to do is to get organics into that clay. Absolutely. So the Another clay, good one is, yeah. the, is the hemp sense. Hemp sense, I'm yeah. I'm a big we fan of the new hemp. We use that a lot in hemp. our raised beds yeah. this year. Because mm-hmm. it, it's really coarse, and that's what I like about it. It doesn't mm-hmm. break down so fast. And it holds a ton of moisture. Yep. Um, one thing I've used a ton of, I mean, just doing it on the cheap sometimes too, is again, just get your organics, um, increased as much as you can. So dried, uh, grass clippings, as long as they come from an unsprayed yard, dried leaves, uh, aged compost. But those out of the you got to compost first though, don't you? Bit? Yes. You got to age that down a little bit. Um, I top dress, so I'll mulch with things like leaves, um, and they're pretty well aged in place over the winter. And yeah. then I just turn them under in the spring. But uh, yeah, all those products like hemp, hemp sense works really great because it you can just dig it in once and you know that it's down there and it's it's holding I, I moisture. I like it because it's like I said, it's a renewable resource that's Canadian. Yep. We're not digging up the peat bogs. Yep. I'm really trying to talk to um, larger soil companies to jump on board on this. They're reluctant to change because everyone has the peat yeah. thing going. But man, once you try it, it's I don't know. I like it a lot because. And it has a bit of a nitrogen in it, but I just love that it's so coarse and it just, it in our soil in Canada, it sure helps. Like oh yeah. It, yeah. It's the problem with clay soil is the compaction. So actually clay has a ton of nutrients in it, but it's the particles are so um, flat and kind of plate like that they, they get compacted very easily. And then roots and that have a really hard time accessing those nutrients. So when we can bring in um, not only more organics, but well, obviously with organics, you're going to get a lot more life to your soil. So you're going to get all those decomposers and that microbial and fungal activity that start to free up the the nutrients that are in clay. Yeah. So great, great question. Obviously, you can tell I love soil. Well, that's where it all starts, though. Any it of the does. gardening you do. Yep. And when we did our raised beds, we used the, our, our soilless um, um, spruce it up garden mix. And it worked phenomenal. Like that's yep. a great soil for containers. Um, and this year we'll add some stuff. We'll start fresh, pull out most of it, but yeah. we'll just re- we'll refurbish it with with just more of that. Um, again, you don't want sometimes using real soil like ground soil in your pots mm-hmm. and raised beds. It's too it's, heavy. Yeah, it's too heavy. It's just too heavy, and it gets waterlogged too quickly. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just gonna go to the phone lines, and we're gonna go to speaking of uh, some, some sweet peas. We're gonna go down mm-hmm. to Diana. Good morning, Diana. Good morning, Merlin. You know. Good morning, oh, Joanna. <laughs> Joanna. Everybody, yes. Well, Merry <laughs> Christmas to everybody. Yes. Um, the Christmas tradition down here, it seems fairly, not just me, um, we have a big party on the 21st and then celebrate the New Year today because the days now get longer. Yeah. Yep. This so, is solstice, I mean, right? That's another yeah. big, that's another big important thing for us as, as gardeners. I was going to say farmers, but 
for farmers too. <laughs> Gardeners, farmers, we have to pay attention to that daylight and and what the weather's doing and and how long the nights are now. So that's it. That's shorter. it. So it's sort of like this is over the glit. But yeah. I have a I have a wonderful solstice party every year, and it was just great last night. And a new tradition has been one friend that always comes bearing this massive bouquet of flowers, fresh oh, flowers. Nice. And it is so stunningly gorgeous, and it's just Do you have it's a, sort of a tradition. Is there yeah, a certain solstice drink? Um, yeah, hot mulled wine. Oh, oh nice. that sounds good. Mulled wine and mince pies and Christmas cake mm. and, you know, well, we do a main dish as well. Mince but. pies are so good. Oh, yes. Do you know, I don't know what happened this year. All the stores ran out of mincemeat about a month ago. Oh, well. Maybe and everyone's so on to the tradition now. Yeah, it was just yeah. like, wow, it's like either they didn't order enough in, but that's okay because we made homemade and it's better than the other stuff anyway. You know, and then being a, like an independent retailer, it, it's so hard following trends or certain things. Like Sometimes like we've seen bulb sales um, go crazy, and then then the next year you kind of order a bit more, and then this year they just kind of dropped they off with off. lots of bulbs because yeah. the weather changes. So you get stuck that's with it. some of this stuff. And like even boughs, like we we have a great supply. So if anybody, if you need any Christmas boughs, cedar, pine, oh, I love that. I wish we could get those yeah, down here. So we got a fair bit because this year didn't seem people have done as much of that yeah, themselves. But last year, yeah, people we were crazy. Keep I think yeah. it's like what's Martha Stewart telling us to do? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God, <how laughs> they need to tune tune into Let's Talk Gardening more. And but it, we'll... but it's hard as an independent garden center get, and people. Yeah. And, and when you're dealing with. Um, perishable product because a lot of it yeah. you can't just save and pack it up, right? Like no, no. Well, I get a lot of requests for seeds, and I can't afford to get into the seed business. No, no, it's, that is so I much need work. Acres, and it's a whole new business. Yep. And you know, like you said, then what do you do with everything that's left over? Yeah. No, I know Shane, who's with that Wild Rose Heritage Seed. Like, man, he they're they're oh. they work hard. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's a whole. So, new do, you, thing. do you have any new um, brands or varieties of sweet pea coming um, on this coming twenty twenty? Well, I have or? a little, very short little sweet pea that is called uh, Aurora, Aurora Boreala. Oh, nice! Oh, wow. Sounds and beautiful just by its name. So, yeah, I had to get my mouth around that one. <laughs> um, Aurora Borealis, and it's it's um, maroon and white speckles. Oh, wow. Wow. And it's just a short one, and I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah. And I'm trying to get a nice little mix of short sweet peas. They only go to two feet, but they're called Northern Lights. Oh. And it sounds awfully Canadian, and I want yeah. some really badly. Well, what uh, we'll have to maybe we'll try and do is uh, is uh, get you to come down to the garden center with some sweet peas one weekend, and uh, maybe we can set up a table or set up an area for you to... To, so all the Kauri people can oh, come get your... Oh, no, uh, that would be fabulous. Yeah, we should look at doing that. That's right. It's so hard for some people to come all the way down No, that's here. what I mean. You have some great varieties. So let's let's make sure we keep in touch in yeah. January, February, and uh, we'll get Zoe involved, and then we'll make sure uh, we get you down there for all the Kauri people. Oh, fabulous. All right. That would be great. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you as well. Thanks, Mary you. and everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. All right. And we have to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Let's Talk Gardening is brought to you by Spruce It Up, where our buy more, save more Christmas sale is on now. Save up to 50% off. Spruce it up, green it up, prune it up. We got you covered. All right. And... Uh, 
Looking forward to the pruning season mm-hmm. and the fr- and the fertilizer. We got the deep root injection all going like crazy for. So they're still able to do that. Not not right now in the winter, but, but early spring. Spring. We're, yeah, we're going to set they, that all first up. First thing that happens in the springtime. Yep. Get the fertilizer going. And winter is a great time to prune, and we do have some winter rates because sometimes it goes a little quicker, so we can yep. do it a little less expensive. And because you can see the structure of the tree. Yeah, there's no leaves, no foliage in the way. Yeah. You can get up in there, or at least the people who are doing the pruning can get up in there. And you can see the if there's any damage a lot easier, mm-hmm. and you can it just it makes pruning a lot easier. Yeah. In in the in this winter time, you sort of see the structure of the plant, and uh, I always feel like pruning for me. I have to be really careful. It's like maybe like plucking eyebrows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you get going, and then oh, you're yeah. like, oh, take step back, step back, take the big picture. Otherwise, you've taken <laughs> off too much, and then you really can't those. Well, the worst thing is being stuck in there. Yeah, when you're stuck in there, you don't know what you're doing. I I had a horrible. I and I don't know if they're listening, but I did work for a landscape company long, long ago in northern Michigan when I was just a just a little whippersnapper, and uh, my boss at the time had a beautiful magnolia tree, um, just gorgeous. And he said, "We're going to move this. We're going to transplant it. So prune it down, get it ready for transplanting." And I just started. I thought, okay, I'm going to show him I know how to prune. I started going <laughs> from the outer branches in, and then I just kept going. And then it was like I just never stepped back. And by the time I was done, I had slaughtered that beautiful magnolia tree, and I think I broke my boss's heart. And he moved it like <laughs> he was going to move it to this very center focal point in the front yeah. of the greenhouses, and it didn't make it there. And no. I just felt so bad. I was like, oh, you should take that tree out of my paycheck. I don't know what <laughs> happened. I just didn't stop and check. So you can do that this time of year though, because you can see, as you say, the structure, you can yep. do a couple, couple, you know, nips, or you can even tie some line on the tree and say, are these the ones and how's it yep. going to make Flag. this other side? Yeah, don't look, get right? stuck in the middle of it and pruning from the inside. Right. Or have a second opinion, have Fifth somebody standing back. back and say, yeah, no, a little bit more this way or not that it's one. Super or, important. Cut couple step back. Yep. Get, and then, plan your next two cuts, go in and do them, yeah. step back, because yeah. otherwise if, you get, if you get stuck in the middle there, you're it's it's not a good sign. You're going to wreck your tree like I did. All right, let's go <laughs> talk with some potatoes with Cliff. Good morning, Cliff. Hey, good morning. Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry morning, Christmas to you, you as well. Thank How can you. we help you? Well, I'll tell you, uh, we have a very small garden, just sort of the length of our house and maybe about three feet out. And um, it's just, just that's the space we have. And so... Um, my wife is encouraging me to grow more vegetables this year. Nice. And so I, I found this tire, and it's it's perfect, I thought, for kind of raising the bed a little bit within the bed and maybe putting some pro, uh, pro mix in there, and then I want to plant some potatoes in there. What is that the proper way to go? That's that a good guy? that is a good idea. So you're yeah. on you're on the right track with the potato um, planting. You just want to make sure that you're going to be able to hill up around the potatoes. Um, and old I have heard of people planting and in they tires. Keep stacking the tire up. Yep. And you can so I, I was just going to say there's um, like a thing called a potato tower and I you can build your own, you can tire make it tower. out of yeah, um, tire tower. You can just get another tire. So the trick with potatoes is you always kind of want to be topping them with soil. So as the foliage comes up, um, let it let it kind of come up and do its thing. And then kind of keep that soil coming up the stem of the potato um, plant. And it will continue to put out more um, potatoes. So as long as you can kind of keep stacking on your, you know, as long as your wife's okay with that one tire, she might be okay with maybe another 
potentially up to three or at least to the point where you can just hill it so that you can eat the potatoes stay very covered by the soil. Does that help? Cliff. Yep. We might have lost Cliff there. But yeah, that's that's generally <laughs> the gist of potatoes. You want to keep them in you the dark. You overwhelmed them. I overwhelmed him. He's out getting another tire already. He's scrambling to get ready for spring. I don't know what happened um, to him. But yeah, so that's the idea with potatoes. And uh, there are really cool DIY projects, uh, potato towers. And you it's can an add easy way to wood. harvest too, because then you Use just pallets. peel. You just yep. peel the the tower the, yep. the tires off right. and then that layer of potatoes will be there and you just harvest that I've way i've seen cool tutorials people have done using like laundry baskets all kinds of you know pots big nursery pots yep. like a 10 gallon pot that you cut um and you slide into another one and so you can basically lift it out and reach in and grab your potatoes it sounds easier than maybe, but, you know, lifting a 10-gallon pot full of soil. But, but those are kind of neat. And then, like, those different ideas that you can use. Because also the tire holds heat quite well. So when yeah. it heats up, yeah. leave it black if you can. Yep. It gets that nice root going. It's just when you're doing those things, you got to make sure you're... And I like sticking a... Like a piece of pipe and drill a whole bunch of holes in the Aeration pipe. Aeration is key. Yeah, yeah, but then sticking even for watering, you can just use that for watering. Put two or three of them into the down into that, so you can just fill that up with water and just stick your hose in the pipe, and then it just perforates through all those holes. That's a great idea, and you can get fertilizer down there as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yep, I've seen a lot of cool DIY projects that way. So I hope um, it sounds like a great space. The length of the house by three feet. That sounds like a perfect veggie bed to me. Yeah, actually, so our, good luck, Cliff. In in our, our one of our neighbors, I think he must be in the tire business because um, he did a dry creek bed, and then he has With a, tires. No, okay. the dry creek that goes through a, a brand new tractor tire, though. Oh, nice. Yeah, so oh, that's like, just prairie. That's prairie chic right yeah. there. But this is in Cranston and Riverstone, so it's kind of nice. funny. Yeah, but cool. uh, he's in the tire business. So hey, I said, hey, that's pretty cool. That is cool. All right, something else Way is to cool. Use what you have is uh, is the news. Oh, really? We better take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770-CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I'm here with Joanna Chudy, and we just solved all the world's issues on the break there, so uh, no worries. We're Top all, secret, though. We're all going to survive. Don't worry. All right. Let's we're going to the, be A-OK. Let's go, to, let's go to Myrna. Good morning, Myrna. Hi. Good morning. How are you? Good, and I, before I forget, I have to wish you Merry Christmas. Yeah, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to you as well, Myrna. Yeah, I have a question, but that can wait till next call. The next time I call. Oh, why you can uh, you can answer you can ask a question now. I just no, I just want to contribute first of what I miss about Christmas. Okay, awesome. The good thing about Christmas now is because I only have two months, and I will bring out my begonias, and it's again. <laughs> so Christmas marks time for your next gardening. Yes, place. I, I am already counting the weeks and uh, when I'm going to do that. So. I love begonias too. Like they're yeah. they're one of my favorite plants. Like they just they give you that bright, vibrant color, and they're that awesome plant that you can put in those little shadier spots that yeah. will just give you that big burst of color. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I look forward to bring them out mm-hmm. every year. I have bulbs like as big as like when I spread my palm. Like they're so big. Wow. Uh, like I can only put one plant in one pot because otherwise it's too much. You awesome. know? Yeah, but anyways what I am gonna contribute 
is what I miss about Christmas when I was growing back in my country 30 years ago. It's when I came to Canada. Okay. Now, um, at Christmas time, that's the only time where we could do the uh, bamboo shoot, bamboo shoot, bamboo cake. Oh. Uh, where, where you have to make, uh, like, the bamboo trunks are so big that we put, um, um, when we put, um, glutinous rice and coconut milk on it and cook it in an open fire. Wow. Okay. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it is. It's so good. And it's Do you like eat a, that with a spoon or like, is it, yeah, we, does it become like a cake? The, we split the coconut, uh, the, the bamboo. Oh, okay. When we eat them. Like we split mm-hmm. it with a, with a axe or a knife. Or so how big around would they be? Like, it's like, varies in size. Like, there's like a four inch, five inch in diameter. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah, those are big hollow trunks of mm-hmm. bamboos. That's back amazing. Then. Yeah, but nobody does that much anymore. What about back it's home? Do they still do it? Uh, not much anymore. Like, people have gotten cr- lazy, you know. They uh, and back they home, that is the Philippines, right? Yes. Yes. Huh. No, interesting. Because um, you wonder, like, certain traditions, if they um, will continue on, right? Yeah. I think yeah. your love of that tradition and having access to that kind of, you know, plant growing would keep it alive. I know I had no idea there were so many kinds of bamboo until my mom moved to Costa Rica and started really understanding what was around her, what was growing, what was right there on her property. And it is um, it is mind-boggling all the different uses and amazing um, qualities yeah. of all the different kinds of bamboo. That's we used really to make cool. houses in, that, in the village. Yeah, yeah she's got like a, a furniture factory. Yeah. Well, they say bamboo and hemp could save the world. Like the, those two go. plants... And could, feed us at the same uh, time. Absolutely. I would feed eat that and, cake. and heat and everything from bamboo and hemp. Those two yes. plants, they can create so many products from them, um, but a lot of the other industries are afraid of it. So it, it's it's interesting because they uh, bamboo how fast it'll They're grow. They're renewable, yeah. Yeah, oh, they grow fast. No, especially uh, in the right climate, it's not here so much. But yeah, <laughs> Vancouver though, it get Everywhere. a little bit more mild, and you can start to grow Absolutely. different varieties. Absolutely, that is such a cool special tradition, Myrna. I love that you're remembering that. I bet you can even taste it. As yeah. I remember. Oh yes, it, is. it smells so good once it, once the cake is cooked inside that bam hollow bamboo. It 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 smells so good. So it's like a yeah. cake pan, right? Yeah. It wow. Is. The bamboos steamer. over there are like five story buildings. Tall. Yeah. <laughs> They're so tall. My mom, when I visit with her in Costa Rica, she sends me out for to find the shoots because um, just the little the new growth, the new tips, and you can cut those and put them into salads or stir fries. They're really great healthy food. And otherwise, she's got this bamboo stand that you're right. It's it's taller than her building, and when it gets really hot, the nodes um, like burst. So it sounds like a shotgun going off as it makes this huge cracking sound, and it just. Reminds you, like, wow, that everything's just so alive around you. It's really, I love the tropics. It's a beautiful place yeah. to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so is Alberta, but, you know, we're a little a little <laughs> bit different when you look out the window here than out that way. Yeah, when I look out and it's snow again. Did you get yeah. lots of snow in the northwest? Yes, we do. A yeah. little, not too much like last week, but it, there's still lots of snow. Yeah, it was, it was nice. Did you get lots overnight? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had about Came we had two late. or three inches, but really light. It was really fluffy, so which yeah. was yeah. Uh, so, anyways, 
Am I allowed to have a question yes. today? Yes. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Give us a question. <laughs> you know, I, I I feel so bad about these. You know that uh, begonias, the shiny leaf begonias, little yep. leaves with little blooms, but they have like lots covered on the top because it's still nice when uh, when the when uh, when the summer got finished. I brought them in. Mm-hmm. I have three pots, and I spent so much money buying them. I don't even want to tell because somebody's going to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> And give me shit about it. <laughs> but, or we'll give you some fertilizer about it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I brought them in, and they are thriving. But uh, I, I'm gonna. Should I try to wait till springtime and and give them fertilizer or to rejuvenate them, or are they still gonna I, survive? I or? would wait, wait, wait another month or so, and then cut them back, and then rejuvenate them at that point. Oh, I can cut them back. Yeah. Like uh, how much? Um, you can go right, like take them, take two thirds off the top. Oh, okay. Just do it above one of the nodes, and then you'll be fine. And then, and then just do same thing, uh, fertilizing. Yeah. Gonna... Absolutely. Oh, okay. I'll try that and see if I could save some money here. Awesome. All right, Marina, <laughs> well, we gotta so go. Much. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Marina. <laughs> bye bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. All right, we got to take a break. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Earl Coombs, and I'm here with Joanna Chudy. If you'd like to join us, phone lines are wide open at 403-974-8255 or 1-800-563-7770. And those are the talk and text lines. Let's go to the phone lines, and we're going to chat with Gary. Good morning, Gary. Uh, yeah, hello, Merle. How are you? I'm, I'm good, thank you. Good, good. Uh, we, have, we have everyone calling from all around Calgary today. We've had yeah. High River, Airdrie, Okotoks. Awesome. <laughs> Great I live in Airdrie, but right now I'm uh, east of Carstairs. Oh, nice. All right. Well, how can we help you today? Uh, my wife and I are trying to track hummingbirds, and that, uh, there's a couple questions I have. Do you get any great hummingbird feeders down there, or like I guess they're kind of waters, and you put sugar or something in them? Absolutely. Yeah. No, we definitely have. Uh, we have a, actually a fairly good selection of uh, different hummingbird feeders down at the store. Um, also some of the plants that you, if you bring them into your, they love fuchsias, like in those hanging mm-hmm. baskets. Um, fuchsia? yeah, fuchsia. Any, anything that's going to give you that deep red or deep magenta color, like bee balm. Um, I noticed they, they were even coming to my nasturtium flowers. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. That's the only bird we can't seem to attract in our place in Airdrie. I'm, I'm getting right now during this winter, I'm getting flickers and I'm getting oh, yeah. and I, nut hatches and I'm getting chickadees. And you won't see hummingbirds till the weather's really nice and warm, right? They don't yeah. really come in yeah. till, till it's June, really warm. Yeah, early, late June sort of thing. If you, They like salvia, they like penstemons. Yeah, what's like that one little red? Delphinium. It looks like a mini fuchsia we had and they just went crazy for it as red. I'll have um, to find the name. Annual or perennial? Annual. Mm. But, but they sure. did... But they do love the like just the big hanging baskets of fuchsias. If you hang those out, they love those. Okay, all right. And then mix those with feeders. I, you, hopefully, we I've never seen so many this year. Like we had, we, we built our new perennial house, and we had the fuchsias hanging in there because it was a shader ho- a shade house, and yep. we had hummingbirds in there every day. Like 
They were, we had some rescue missions too. Yeah. Because they would get stuck up in the in the plastic. And like, oh man, we have to get them out. They're just working so hard to. They're just batting against the plastic of the roof there. So we would get a broom and gently oh. get them out and out out where they could get to the feeders again. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a dumb question, but my wife is kind of wanted one of these hummingbird feeders and she pointed it out in in lee valley but they're out of stock on them they're yeah no if stock. you yeah we have them in, in in stock right now so if you pop down to spruce up we should be able to help you out get and something get you something underneath the tree for her. you're open tomorrow yep absolutely yeah. and till two o'clock on christmas eve okay you know that's been a great help on i was going to ask you about what plants we should be growing okay yeah, um, I was thinking too, um, Gary. Your comment about the about the hummingbirds. We it kind of brings to mind a tool that I love to steer people towards on our website. Um, obviously, we're here and we can tell you some of the plant names um, that are that attract those birds. But there's a plant finder tool on the Spruce It Up Garden Center website that I find very helpful, especially if okay. you know you kind of forget what we say or you're driving in that. Um, you just go into our website, uh, which is spruceitupgardencenter.com and yep. click on plant finder and it you can check all these boxes for what you know what you're looking for and it'll help you find um it'll help you find plants that attract birds or attract pollinators um or give you certain colors so that's something you could do but i know for sure salvias um delphinium anything that's yep. going to monarda or bee balm anything that's going to be um you know, just brilliant magenta, deep reds. They love those colors. They're really attracted to those bright, vibrant colors. Um, honeysuckle. Oh, yep. my goodness. Wow, those those flowers are built for hummingbirds. Yep. So, yeah, those will get well, you started. That sounds awesome. All right. Well, Good. Gary, we look forward to seeing uh, some pictures next year of your hummingbirds. Yeah, <laughs> and have fun um, gifting your wife a hummingbird feeder. That sounds like she's getting just what she wants. You're talking about pictures. That's what I'm out right now. I'm uh, looking for snowy white owls. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. I, I seen some the other day. Um, um, what's his name? The guy who takes all kinds of photos around Calgary. He was just east of Calgary, and he was getting some great shots. Um, he was uh, just out by uh, uh, Nation, sort of mm-hmm. not quite that far, but he was in that area, and he had a bunch of great shots of some uh, of, oh, the, of the snowy owl. So cool. Well, I I found a, found one yesterday, and the same area I found another one. So I'm kind of out just awesome. a little north right now. So that's what I'm doing too. So awesome. I like the bird. Absolutely. Well, <laughs> enjoy. Cool. And those are beautiful, beautiful birds. So mm-hmm. thank you so they much. Are. Thanks, Gary. Okay, thank you. Take Have care. Happy, Merry Christmas. Yep. Merry Thanks Christmas you to you as well. Thank you. Bye bye. Yeah, we sometimes you forget that we have those beautiful birds around this area, like those big snowy owls. Oh yeah, and, and things then like that. and then they remind you by all of a sudden you. It's like I love my job. I get to go on so many awesome consultations. I'm all over the city, out of the city, and it's like, oh, there's a snowy owl sitting on the fence, right? Yeah, like it's no, the middle it, of the day. I'm just waiting, stopping eagles. at a stop sign. There it is. I'm like, oh yeah, I forget. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll go a, a minute or two early here, and then we'll that way have time to finish up. We have three calls. You're listening to Let's Talk Gardening on 770 CHQR. Welcome back to Let's Talk Gardening. I'm Merle Coombs, and I'm here with Joanna Chudy. And we're going to go to the phone lines, and we're going to chat with Norma. Good morning, Norma. Uh, Good morning. How can we help you? 
I got one of those little cypress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The little ones for Christmas? Yes. Nice. Is there some way to uh, take care of it so that it can be put outside? or? Actually, it? they're not hardy for us. No. Um, but you could definitely keep it all through the winter and treat it like a regular house plant. Um, just got to watch that it doesn't dry out too much, but it should be fine if it's in a good soil. Um, just make sure you water it can. It doesn't want to totally dry out, but let it dry in between waterings, and you can feed it with the thirty ten ten. But you could definitely put it into a summer planter and stuff like that um, once you get into the summertime. Oh, okay. Um, can it be repotted? Because the soil that it's in may not be. Absolutely, yeah. Because they come in, they're usually really quite root bound right now. Yeah. Yep. No transplant into a nice pot. Um, you could even plant uh, some ivies or something around the bottom of it or something like that. Create a nice indoor pot. And uh, and just keep that like that, and then if you want to leave it as a house plant, or you can move it inside, outside in the summertime as well. Okay, and should it have direct sun or just indirect light? Okay. Um, indirect is perfect. It doesn't want shade, but it doesn't want to be just cooking in the window. No, no. Okay, that's super. Alrighty. Thanks so much. Thank you so much, and Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Take care. Bye bye. All right, let's go. Those little cypress are great. You see them all over. It's nice to know how to take care of them, though, because they they're a little different. Yeah, we got these little fluffy ferns in too. I can't remember the exact name, but they're they're really cool looking. You see them all over this time of year. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to Greg. Good morning, Greg. Good morning, guys. Hey, how can we help you out? Well, I had a quick comment on your caller that uh, phoned earlier about the fish pond. Okay. Mm. And I understand why he takes the plants out. Yeah. But I just wanted him to know and your listeners that I've had fish ponds before, some pretty big ones, and I actually keep my fish all year round in there. Yeah, they kind of go dormant, don't they? Yes. They, and what I used to keep the ice off the top, I'd still collect ice, but to use a, uh, a trough feeder for the cattle. Okay. Works fantastic for keeping the uh, ice open. Perfect. That, yeah, that way. They, the they need to breathe. breathe, right? Yep. Yeah, and then I would have my lights on in the wintertime and... You know, nice days I'd go out there and the ice would actually spread open wider. And it was just beautiful. You know, it's a real nice uh, feature to have also in the wintertime. No, that's that's cool. So what? how deep is your pond? Well, my ponds have been anywhere from about three feet to about five, five and a half feet. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, that's a serious yeah. pond. I'm always yeah, amazed at... Lots um, of fun and very relaxing. You know, yeah. I have neighbors that would come and enjoy it. And, yep. and actually, Merle helped me many years ago do one at a home that I had and helped me set it all up with plants and stuff. And, uh, you know, I appreciate the help and I just wanted to give a comment as well. So. Awesome. Very hey, cool. yeah, No, this is my buddy Greg Statch. So uh, <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas to you guys. That's so yeah, nice. My wife says Merry Christmas and we wanted to wish uh, you and your family all the best. And your awesome. wife, Carolyn, and awesome. all the group down there at Spruce It Up. Awesome. Thanks, Greg. Yeah. You guys, Merry Christmas to you. Thanks. Thanks. Take Same care, to bud. you. Bye-bye. Awesome. Always good so to hear impressed. some. Yeah, it's great to hear from... Old friends and uh, yeah. and different times of the year and uh, and people but, willing to have ponds in Calgary. I'm yeah. so amazed Greg by their a, resilience. Uh, he's yeah. in the vacuum business, but he was uh, avid gardener and he still is. Obviously, yeah. Um, he worked uh, at the, one of the hospitals there at the. Very cool. So he ran the. He's so the right. Foothills. Ponds and water features help the whole neighborhood. Absolutely. Really do. All right, let's go to Jackie. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning. Hey, how can we help you? Uh you had a product mentioned several weeks ago about um, using to clear snow or, or make a sidewalk yeah. much more easier to walk on yes. instead of salt. 
Yes, and it's called Zeolite. And actually, I just texted the manufacturer. We've been out, and I'm not sure if he has it bagged up enough mm-hmm. like for, to be ready to go. So okay. I just actually just texted him to find out. Uh, so Russ or Nancy, if you guys are listening, we need some Zeolite um, yeah. in our store because we had run out. Because um, it's the same stuff as the EcoTraction. It's the same thing, but it's quite a bit less expensive when we sell it as Zeolite. And you don't have to worry about it um, going into um, into your grass or anything like that. Salty. And that would be excellent, wouldn't it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Soil conditioner yeah, because- and snow melter in one. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's not really a melter, but it does because yeah. when the sun hits it, 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 yeah, mm-hmm. but it, it gives you the grip. Mm-hmm. And all I could think is insulation. <laughs> yeah. When, when it was mentioned, yeah. Okay, thank you very much. Thank I, you. I will use that instead. Of, I don't care for salt anyway. No, and uh, some of the ones, and you can look at some of the the blue, like the Alaskan ones, some of them aren't bad. Um, just use it lightly where you need it. It melts mm-hmm. like the blue stuff isn't bad. Just don't go super heavy, and if okay. you stay away from the salts. But the mm-hmm. blue is actually, it's it's a pretty good product too. Mm-hmm. So. Alrighty. Thank you very much, and Merry Christmas to everyone. Thank Thanks, you. Same to and you, Jackie. You. And yeah, you take care. Thank you, and love listening to you. Thank you. Love doing <laughs> that it. Makes, Thanks, yeah, Jackie. Very good. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Uh, such a good thing, and uh, and here we are finishing up another show for the season, mm-hmm. or almost the season. I guess we'll be here one more one more show we'll before the... We'll keep coming back. Yeah, Can't keep us the, away. We're <laughs> going we're gonna to talk gardening straight on through. Yeah. I wanted to um, bring in one quick one. Carolyn yeah. from Vernon texted us. Thank you so much, Carolyn, for mentioning that the best um, way, the best hummingbird feeder she's used is a glass one so that you can clean it. And that is, I'm really yeah. glad, Carolyn, you bring that up. There's, It's very important to make sure that you're... Your feeders for hummingbirds especially are very clean. Um, And this is, yeah, the glass sounds like it's one that you could actually maybe even put through a dishwasher, sanitize on a regular basis just to make sure you don't have any bacterial buildup. And that's true with all your bird feeders. Make sure it's ones that you can open up or Don't be lazy. Yeah, Yeah. if you you start to attract the birds, you're creating a a pattern, um, you know, a migratory pattern for them. They're going to keep showing up and come visit you. So you got to make sure they're well supplied and clean. So Absolutely. And do we have one more text here? Do you have any advice on growing and producing a tomato plant and what kind of tomatoes grow best in our climate? We're pretty lucky. In Calgary, most tomatoes do well. The biggest thing is having the proper size pot. Start yep. with a good 20-inch pot at least minimum. Um, good soil. Use a soilless mix. Something like our spruce it up all-purpose is a great one. Yep. Um, th- those were good. And really, like Hardy the cherry tomatoes, stock. the sun gold is yep. my favorite. Yeah, mine Romas, too. I've seen great big beefsteaks. Start early. Don't wait till July to plant it. Um, start in May. And yep. then... Hardy seedlings or, or start your own from seed stock yep. that's um, grown for our climate. So. All right. Well, that's yep. it. Merry Christmas to everybody from all of us here. And uh, we'll be back next week on the 29th. That's it. Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm.